0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So, with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good,
1: good morning, everybody. <clears throat> the original topic for this room was true or false. You know, is your network your net worth? And uh, at some point, we changed that, and that's okay. But before we do that, let me introduce myself. I am Sean Shapiro. I'm a doctor of chiropractic from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And on this episode of Breakfast with Champions, and all week, we're talking about our networks. And again, my question for you is true or false, is your network your net worth? And I would say, yeah, that's a good question because we hear a lot about the fact that, that um, you know our network is our net worth and that that's how we make our money. That's where we get our, all of our things from, okay? And my answer to that question is usually, well, maybe, maybe it is your net worth. But having a big network for to go to for advice, getting referrals from, or anything at all, is a great thing. But you can have the biggest cornfield in Iowa, and if you don't harvest the crop, you end up with a field full of smelly corn at the end of growing season. So. The question then becomes multiple questions. If your network is your net worth, how is the best way to extract the value you need from it? how do you cultivate your network to provide the results you and your business need to flourish What are the steps and are there peop- and are all people in your network the same? I mean, some could be corn stalks, some can be carrots, and some can be onions. And we'll get into that a little bit later. The ultimate way to get new business, though, in my opinion, is from your current pleased customers okay getting referrals from them means that those referrals on average are 35% more likely to do business with you hmm. think about that you're already a third of the way there with them and they will also on average spend 25% more with you than no, than the normal people who who do business with you so that's a great incentive to pay attention to this, right? So how many people are ready to write that email and blast it to all their customers right now? It's tempting, but it also might be a mistake because you know, how do you ask, what do you ask, and when do you ask? These are all great questions again, and the answer is what we'll spend the rest of the time talking about here. All right, let's start with when, because if you can't get the when right, Let's bring Renee up. She keeps asking to come up. I'm asking her to come up and she's not coming up for some reason. If you can't get the when right, then the battle of referrals is already lost because if you ask a client who is not ready to refer to refer, then you have a problem. But the truth is, the, the time to start asking for referrals is always, even when you're pitching or presenting to the client, You can start planting the seeds of referrals right away. And it could sound something like this. Mr. Client, we find that most of our people are so happy with our processes and procedures, blah, 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 that they refer us our friends and family and colleagues. We hope you'll be just as happy and do the same. We have already planted the seed before we even gotten the deal. Okay. And you can say that however you want to. I'm just giving you a, a quick example. Right. You can always talk about referrals without asking referrals, just planting the seed so that the customer is ready to refer when, they, when, they, when they're presented with somebody who might have the same problem as them and or and or a different problem they think you can fix. Which is why educating your customers through email campaigns and things like that is a very good idea for referrals as well. Um, so, but you can't ask the customer until they, are tell you, they tell you they are ready for you to do so. And what does that sound like right so in my business i'll hear something like well dr sean i still have the back pain i came in with but it's so much better and i've noticed that my allergies have lessened too okay the client is telling me they're seeing improvement there's a good chance that today is not the first time or the last time they will tell somebody and i will not be the last person they tell so maybe it's a good time to ask for a referral and the how is something we'll go over a little bit past this but again, your current clients and your past clients are the best way to get new business. I would add one caveat to that, right? Um, morning, Bobby, how are you? Uh, if, if the client isn't a good fit for you and they're still getting good results from you, but they are one of those energy draining, they don't have t- they have too much time on their hands to worry about what you're doing without when they're not around type of people, they may not be the best fit for you, right? So before you put any energy into, into asking that client for more business, most likely they're gonna refer somebody just like themselves, right? And that might not be something you want. So you should be a little careful, okay, with the onions because as you know, onions don't taste all that good raw and, and, and you don't necessarily want a client, a client list full of onions, okay, and you have to weigh your need to eat over your need for peace. So I find that when I'm more selective with who I work with, I end up with more of the clients types that I wanna work with, number one, but I'm also happy. And happiness leads to this funny thing. It, it leads to more more business because people wanna be around people in flow and you can't be in flow with somebody who's always bringing you down. So that's just, that's just one thing that I would think about when you're asking for referrals is, is that person the one you want referred in? So what about the how, how do you ask for a referral? The way it's structured is as important as the ask is, okay? It's important as when, when you ask because the goal is to empower the client to wanna to help other people and not fill your pockets. That's never a great reason for a client to wanna to refer somebody, okay? And it's great if you have gifts for them and, and, and stuff like that, but don't put them on display. Don't let that be the reason that they should refer someone to you okay asking for a referral okay should be reproducible and it should be effective and it should it should be scripted because you should have 10 hours just practicing asking people for referrals okay um myself i'm a small brick and mortar business right and i rely on a local population to visit my office like i haven't figured out how to adjust you through the phone yet when i do watch out clubhouse right That said, the number one way for patients to find me is through Google reviews. Okay. My, my patients as well, my my current patients as well, we get a lot of referrals because we have the system in place, but 80% of all the of all the people that do business with you will have checked for your social credibility with an online review. And most of them will have gone to Google. Like in my case, Google maps or Google my business or whatever whatever Google's calling it this month, right? Um, and they'll have checked your reviews after their neighbor referred you to make sure that their neighbor just wasn't crazy, right? So it's really important that you have that system in place because online Google gurus and Google itself say that the average review for your business is worth $1,200 over your business's lifetime. In my business, I can almost calculate that to 10X, right? 10 times. That is probably what each patient is worth over the, their lifetime. So it's really important that when you have the ability to get a review, that you make it very simple to do so. In my business, we have a postcard. Yep. A, a, some, we actually print, a, print have them printed. One side has a QR code that takes them right to where they can leave the Google review. Okay, And the rest of the card shows them how to write a review. So it's really easy for them to do. There are software packages that you can, that you, or not pack software packages, but services that you can actually use as CRM or customer relationship managers that will actually in, you know take the, the, the patient or the client or the, pro, the prospect, whoever it is, through the process of the review. For- hey
2: listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day.
1: For you and filter out the bad ones for you too. So there's a lot going on. Luckily, I already had this, this system in place years ago before these products came out and I haven't seen any reason to to change because I still dominate as far as the number of Google reviews in my market but that's a great way if you're just starting out to do it okay and then like I said it should be scripted right and the script should be easy it should be effective it should be something you believe okay and it all should be something everybody in your business knows how to do okay and we have when, you know we have we have this this simple script and we don't really ask for referrals so much as we do for reviews because google reviews are an easier ask than than asking them to send their kids or their husband or their wife or their grandfather or whoever it is in sometimes but we we this is how it goes basically you know they'll tell me how they feel they do that test testifying and say you know that would be a great story to tell in a google review most people don't get referrals from friends and family anymore they look at google so if you don't know anybody we might be able to help with a B or C pro- problem. Would you mind telling your story in a Google review so that other people may be, may be able to receive the benefits of chiropractic care that you didn't know were were available before, but do now, and that that starts a whole conversation, right? Because sometimes they'll just say yes, and we give them the card, right? And the card and the, and the card tells them what to do, and then sometimes they'll say, you know, I've been trying to get so and so into see you for a while, but and then listen to the objective objection that 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 person has had to coming in. And then we we have a referral card on the back of the review card that that person can use to do a discovery session, right? Everything in compliance. So once you know, that's that's a really good problem to have is what is that is to go from the the review ask to the referral give. and 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 but the only reason we have it is because we have the system in place to do it. And all staff members. Are trained on doing. It. Yesterday we did four hours of training. We closed the office. We did four hours of training, and the last hour was all on reminders about referrals and 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 being able to serve more people. So, I think that that's a really really important thing. Once they've left a the review though, once they've referred somebody in, you have to respond right away. Like we have a we have a policy that like I get a I get an alert on my watch that tells me when somebody's left us another five star review, and I and as soon as I can get back. That's the first thing I do is I is I is I thank them in the review to make sure that um, that we are honoring they are honoring their 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 effort because you know if everybody left the review, we'd have thousands, right? We'd all have thousands of reviews for our business. But that's not what happens. People get distracted, people forget, people get mad for one reason or another and decide not to leave the review because your staff looked at them funny or they didn't have enough lint chocolate at the front desk, whatever it is, okay? When somebody gives me a review the next time the staff has already alerted me. Uh, And if they've given a referral, we give them a gift. We have these mugs that everybody loves. I, you know, I give out a ton of those. We have other like water bottles, you know, stainless steel water bottles, all kinds of things. But remember, okay, it's, it's not the reason that they're giving the review. It's the, it's the thank you and the immediate, the, the immediate thank you that's important. But with reviews being valued at so much, you can directly see the net worth coming from your network. And your current customers again are your best resource for new business taking care of them and doing a good job will set you up for a referral anyway but having systems in place will increase your likelihood of grabbing that business when the customer first indicates how you've helped them so having a referral system is the ultimate ultimate way to harvest from your network believe it or not in this gobbledygook that i've talked about over the last few minutes there are six keys that i came up with that i'm going to go over with you real quick just to remind you how my network system works, but you can do it whatever way you want, but this is how mine works, okay? Number one, start planting seeds of the referral mindset right away, okay? Right, from, right off the bat, start talking about referrals. Don't ask for the referral. Start telling them that people refer to you at this point, at this point, when you hit milestones, you know, when you, and that brings us into number two, is when you do a good job and you've hit the milestones and the, and the checkpoints, that you indicated in your in, in your initial client presentation, you know, remind them where they are, and ask them how they're doing. And if they're doing well, ask for the referral. Right? Go just b- pop right into it. Have that have that ready re- script ready to go. Number three. Ask you know, have, have your ask scripted. You don't have to think about it. You want to practice it. This is something that I practiced a lot because I never wanted to feel forced and I never wanna put the patient on the spot because I'm stumbling over my words like I just did, right? Ask the patient in a scripted form because it'll allow you to listen more because if the patient says no, I'm not gonna refer to you in a nice way or not so nice way, that's more important to be able to respond to than trying to figure out how to get a referral out of them. Okay, number five, be ready at all times to ask for the review or the referral, because both, as you know, are important and valuable. And number six, thank people for the reviews and referrals immediately. Handwritten cards, okay? I actually have, a, my handwriting is so bad, I have my staff members write in the card for me, tell them <laughs> that they're writing in the card for me, because I have such bad handwriting, making a little joke, and and telling and then I sign the card and tell them how bad my handwriting is. So. Um, you know, and and have have a have some kind of gift. You don't have to give away your services. You don't have to give away the farm, but people just like to be recognized. So whatever it is, make sure you give them. So that's what I have on network and net worth this morning. And I'm interested to hear from this group because I know we have Dora Maria, who's very, very involved with BNI, I think. We've got Justin who's in the real estate space. We've got Stephen Kuhn is the ultimate asker. How does asking for referrals, how does your, network being your net worth come into your life
3: and what are some of the things you do
1: to cultivate referrals go ahead and just say go ahead
3: Stephen let's hear from you first the ultimate hey answer. how you doing everybody thanks for having me uh, Sean great segment yeah you know you're, you're talking about a system and procedures to put in place to make sure that nothing falls through the loops and that's great or through the hoops which is great and um, that's something everyone should have in place yeah it's a bit mechanical so you know we, we, we want to turn that mechanical into an intuitive. And the way that it's, it's intuitive is that you ensure that every time that you show up to a person whole, you you show up to a client, a customer, anyone that you're, I don't care if it's the waitress or the the, the checkout lady, whatever, or the checkout man, wholly and fully show up for them, right? You just show up and add value, solve their problems, whatever it is. And these people will follow you. They will look out for you. They will ask for you the next time when are you in town and, you know, hey, can I speak to Stephen or can I speak to, you know, Sean specifically because they get that. That, that level of service. And when you keep doing that, and that's your highest standard, and, and, and people say, of course I do. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> that's the problem, is that you do when you want to, and you do when you feel like it, but you don't when you don't feel like it, right? That's the biggest issue. It's easy to be nice when you're happy. It's easy to care when you're, when you're happy. So I look at it this way. If I'm not in a great mood, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try to help somebody, because that's going to put me in a, in a good mood, because I'm passing the flame, if you know what I mean, right? Creating radiant value. So it's all about that internal again, everything everything I ever talk about. It always goes back to the internal, to the humble alpha operating system that we talk about, all right? So look, you know, looking for referrals, having a procedure in place is really key, especially for employees so they understand what, what it's about. But once you get that to be intrinsic and intuitive, where you're always adding value to everyone in your life, you don't see a difference between clients, customers, and, and people walking down the street, friend, friends and family, because you're always adding value or you're always elevating others to a higher frequency. And I know it sounds sort of hokey, but believe me, uh, with my network and what I've accomplished, that's how I've done it. That's literally how I've done it. People come to me, how can I help? How can I help? How can I help? Because I'm constantly adding value. And that's in the customer base as well as the uh, partner collab- uh, collaborations, a joint, joint venture space. So I hope that helps.
1: I think it did. and I don't think it's hokey at all, because what you're basically talking about when you said operating system, I think that's something everybody can identify with. Right. I think everybody can understand that they go on a certain way. Like we wake up, we do our morning five, we do the things. Right. Um, But do we put into into our head that not only the referral mindset, but the service mindset? is a great way to go through life so what Steven's saying basically is you know what if you're gonna be of service into your clients be of service to everybody because you know what it just makes you feel good and it's something that I left out of this and I appreciate you pointing that out Steven I really do so thanks again always adding value Amanda, did you have something to add
2: I'm just clapping good morning dr. Sean cuz that was awesome Steven Um, I will say this. I think a lot of the times there's a lot of uh, stigma in our brains around this. Well, somebody knows, right? If they're using our service or if they've used our service before, like they know what I do. So if they know someone, surely they would refer them to me, right? Especially if I did a good job. And that is such a misconception. Because they did business with us once or because they had one great experience with us doesn't mean that their brain is trained to think about us in that area. And we deal with this Excuse me, I'm in the real estate space. So we deal with this constantly in the real estate space. So we have to be okay with the ask and we can be okay with the ask when we show the value in it. So for example, I'm in the real estate space. So if you were a current client of mine, Dr. Sean, and you were going through a real estate transaction, now that conversation would look like this. You know, Dr. Sean, what kind of car do you drive?
1: Dr. Sean, what kind of BMW car do you drive? X5. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got I, my my <laughs> mic would not come on mute. I swear to God. I drive a F-150. Yeah, and
2: so what color is your F-150? It's
1: red. Well, maroon. Red.
2: Yeah. And let me ask you, Dr. Sean, before you drove an F-150 red, how often did you see that car on
1: the street? Um, I did not see my car on the street at all, actually. So, so
2: Right. <laughs> Yeah, and so now that you drive a red F one fifty, how many times do you see that car driving on the road? So street?
1: not only do I see the same color F F one fifty, but I see it in the Ram, I see it in the Chevy, all inferior products. I'll point out, but all I see that I see it all the time in those in in that truck size. So I'm very aware of it. Now you're right.
2: Yeah, exactly. It always happens that way. Well, this experience right now, because you're in a real estate transaction, is going to be the exact same way. Every single time you hear the word real estate, your ears are going to perk up because you're living in it right now. So, all that I'm asking is when you do hear those mentions of real estate, or you do know somebody who's mentioned it, if you would just simply give an introduction so that we could help that person the way that we're helping you right now, we would so greatly appreciate it. You see, the average agent, they spend about 20% of their time helping their clients in a real estate transaction and the other 80% of their time looking for their next piece of business. And here at Team Amanda Doll, it is our mission to flip that. We want to spend 80% of our time in the trenches with our clients and only 20% of our time looking for our next piece of business. And we're able to do that because of people like you who have somebody who has a real estate need and they refer them back to us. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I will keep my eyes out.
2: Yeah. So that would be a great way to ask for it. You show the value, right? I want to spend 80% of my time helping you versus looking for my next piece of business. And and this is going to be such a value to you. And this is how it's going to help me out. And when you have that conversation, it makes it so easy to ask for a referral in that regard. So I'll land my plane there.
1: Thank you, Amanda. That was awesome. And again, it's just, you see how see the point is is that it's it's scripted and it's not scripted to be deceptive it's scripted so that it's easier for you to do it so that you can be present for it so having having it ready to say knowing what you're going to say before you say it when the conditions arise makes it easier for you to be present in the conversation because it's not just about the ask—it's about listening after the ask. That's most important, and most of us don't get past that because we don't have it scripted. So I'd let, I have a time for a couple more shares before we t- turn hey, it over. Sean. Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead, Justin. Hey, Sean here too. Oh, David. Okay, well, da- go Justin and then David, please. Sorry, guys.
4: No, I
0: was super pumped that Amanda was actually piping in. I was like, kind of flash my mic and say, "Go talk to that girl," because she helped me systemize something for my referral partners. That's a game changer, and that's actually honoring the referral partner and tracking them. So we put them in our CRM. We actually tag them with a specific tag. We send them a gift card the second they send me a referral. And even if the referral doesn't convert, I always send them a five or ten dollar Starbucks card just as a small little thank you. And again, you're just training good behavior, right? And it's not coming from a place where I'm trying to monetize a human being. I'm genuinely thankful. And I almost treat them like they just adopted me into their family and it's allowed me to create multiple referral pipelines in my business that bring in more business than I can even handle. So look for those partners. And then again, treat them like family and deliver on the promise that you made them. But over to you, David Hill, I know you got some fire too.
4: Thank you, sir, man. You, you, it's funny, you said exactly what I was going to say about the referral, um, train, well, I was not necessarily trained, but um, reward the reward the act, not the outcome. Right? Like if they're giving you a referral, reward that, even if it if it doesn't pan out. So that's something we learned. And you know, I I think timing is is also critical. You know, something that hasn't been talked about is, especially in the real estate space, where you're you're in a transaction with somebody for months, uh, sometimes even and even longer. So. Get in the habit of anytime something good happens, just ask. It, and it can be a simple ask, you know, and, and everybody knows me as a scripts guy, but you know the simplest way to ask is who do you know? But you do it after something good happens. and, and it, the referral it has to be like asking for something has to be the precursor to something good, right? Like if you did a crappy job, then obviously you're not going to get referrals. if you if you just did something good, then it's it's easy to ask. So kind of get your mindset into, okay, we just accepted the offer the seller's super happy right ask oh same thing with the buyer oh we just got through the inspection we just negotiated everything great ask so that's kind of how we've been trained to always ask at the right time and always ask so david and i'll uh, i'll pass it on with that thanks
2: thanks david um i would only add to yours like how do you feel about building that before you need it like build those organic relationships before you need that Referral, right? It's great when you can refer somebody with passion. Then, oh yeah, this person's great, or wow, this this was an incredible service because of X, A, B, C, D, E, and they're really putting your service out there or your expertise out there. So it's great to build those organic relationships before you need the referral. So, just
1: my two cents. Thank you, Dora Maria, and we have time for one more quick share before we turn it over to the incomparable Ramon Ray. Does anybody else have anything to add to the topic of referrals, how you get them, the mindset, the whole bit? Go ahead and just speak it if you do. If not, I wanna thank you again for allowing me to speak to you on Wednesday mornings. It means a lot to me to hold this spot. Legends like Brian Hess, uh, Scott Simons, they are the ones who became the original 5AM club here at Breakfast with Champions. And we all know what, what in- incredible people they are. And I am grateful that I have the opportunity to try to measure up to that every Wednesday. So again, thank you. And with that, Ramon Ray, how are you? Hey, Sean, I'm doing good, man, with your Ford F-150 world. I am doing great. I appreciate it. How have how things been with you? Like, what's been uh, hot for you the last uh, two days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Tell us a bit more. What's one or two things in your world? And what's an ask for you, Dr. Sean? You, since we're talking about networking, right, what's an ask for you? You know, talk to us two, one or two more minutes, please. Go for it. Well, you asked me about the last couple of days, and I'm going to tell you, Ramon, they've been very hurtful because I've gotten a lot of crap about the patriots loss on saturday night and you know I've, I've 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 fought back i've fought back i've told them you know i'm going to respond to this like a six-time world champion does right but i still get the grief so this morning i started with youtube's beautiful day because that was the halftime show at super bowl 36 which is the first patriots win of six in the past you know in this century so if you're like scott simons and you're worried about 1972 and, and undefeated seasons when there was no free agency and stuff like that. This is really what it's about, Ramon. So I've had a lot of fun uh, kicking back when I've been kicked because I'm down a little bit. Uh, as far as an ask for me, I think the ask for me is always something that that just allows me to be of service to people, um, whether it be just to get involved in a transaction that people are not, able, like that really happens to me where I get involved in things in my town. That I really don't have anything to do with, but because I can keep a level head and I really don't try—I try not to take sides in anything—I can help people negotiate things very easily. So asks for me are always, you know, opportunities for service, and opportunities to make the world a little better with whatever limited capacity I have. So thank you for asking me that. Absolutely.